0: Our scripture today is from the 12th chapter of John. I start reading at the 27th verse. Jesus speaks about his death. Now my soul is troubled, and what should I say? Father, save me from this hour? No, it is for this reason that I have come to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven. I have glorified it, and I will glorify it again. The crowd standing there heard it and said that it was thunder. Others said an angel had spoken to him. Jesus answered, The voice has come for your sake, not for mine. Now is the judgment of this world Now the ruler of this world will be driven out. And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. He said this to indicate the kind of death he was to die. The crowd answered him, We have heard from the law that the Messiah remains forever. How can you say that the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is this Son of Man? Jesus said to them, The light is with you a little longer. Walk while you have the light, so that the darkness may not overtake you. If you walk in the darkness, you do not know where you are going. While you have the light, believe in the light, so that you may become children of light." And this is the Word of God for all of us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. There is a there is a phenomenon in our world, in our culture, uh, that's called drawing power. This is said of uh, entertainers, Movie stars, certain speakers, performers, uh, drawing power. In other words, certain people, uh, others are just attracted to. Like, if he announced there's going to be a concert by this particular person, uh, it sells out almost immediately. Uh, this week in the news, Bruce, Bruce Springsteen, I don't know if he has any fans here or not, Bruce Springsteen announced a concert. Uh, but there's a little controversy because the tickets are like $1,000 each. There are some that are $200. i am not going to pay that. But anyway, some will pay 200 But they're saying, gosh, that's awful expensive. Well, things have gone up, you know. But anyway, Bruce Springsteen will probably still sell out anyway, a concert like that. There are... Um, there are certain actors that movie producers know that if they get this particular actor or actress then the then the movie's going to make money 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 it's going to be a big big hit maybe pull in a a Tom Hanks or a Scarlett Johansson or somebody like that well uh, drawing drawing power or appeal is like as an automatic An automatic thing, it's like like a magnet that when you hear about that person then then there's a crowd that just wants to come no matter, no matter what my grandson Robbie is a big Avengers fan he knows all about all those movies and he wants me to watch them with him, well and uh, Spider-Man No Way Home of y'all see that? I saw it because Robbie insisted that I go see it with him. Uh, uh, splashed across the TV screens were, Spider-Man No Way Home coming out June 10th. June 10th's my birthday. So Robbie decided, Poppy, for your birthday, I'll take you to see Spider-Man No Way Home. And then he called me a few days before that and asked me if I bought the ticket yet. So... <laughs> I said, yes, Robbie, it's all in the plan. So uh, anyway, pretty pretty good move. Sports have a drawing power as well. This little place called Rupp Arena erupts from time to time or uh, Kroger Field or different places like that. Did you know the Tent City is back if you want to get a ticket for the Big Blue Madness? You can camp out for days and get in front of the line. That's COVID. COVID's finally over, I guess, because the tent city's back at the big blue madness. Well, drawing power has that kind of pull, automatic pull. Well, our scripture today speaks of a drawing power very strong, but quite different than anything I've already mentioned. We are told by Jesus himself in this passage of St. John that he says when I I am lifted up from this earth I will draw, draw all people to me. And it says that he said this to tell them how he would die in other words jesus was saying when i am lifted up on the cross from the earth i will draw all people to me all eyes were on him as he was telling them he was going to be crucified he had entered jerusalem Hosanna praises everybody was with him and then throughout that week gradually people got mad at him or wanted to do away with him and then finally we know what happened. He was nailed to the cross. Now the people around him said "Mm, no 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 Jesus that's not what happens to our Messiah. Our Messiah is one who reigns forever. They had the history of coming out of Egypt and the Pharaohs sat on the throne and controlled everything and had power. They had the history of the Romans and the Caesars who sat on their throne with power and ruled everything. That's what they thought their Messiah was going to be like. So for Jesus to start talking about dying on a cross... Mm, no they couldn't take that in it just couldn't be possible now we can understand the drawing power and the glitz and glamour of a show or a movie or a flashy performance that would draw a crowd or compelling speaker that might keep us spellbound but we are I think we kind of be like with Jesus disciples and followers how can, how can this be how can Death on the cross be a drawing power. A cross? We can understand their confusion, can't we? What was Jesus talking about? Well, let me me explore a little bit more about what I think he was talking about. We are drawn to people who give themselves fully to a task, they're all in. Committed, dedicated, determined. Uh, through television, we get to watch all kinds of uh, sports events and the Olympics and the World Games that were held this week. There's a fellow named Noah Lyles who thought he was the fastest man on earth right now, but he lost a race sometime back. I saw an interview with him earlier in the week, and he said he was going to win and be the fastest man, and sure enough, a few days later, uh, maybe you saw it, he did, he broke records. He was the fastest man on the earth at that particular time. We see others who are so committed and so dedicated, they work very, very hard. Uh, They're all in. Uh, I mentioned at the earlier service about um, uh, we have High school players, football players out in the hot sun committed to their football team. And afterwards, a couple of the players from our church were here. I was talking to them and that, yeah, they really are out there in the hot sun. They're really all in uh, getting ready for uh, the season to start. We are attracted to that kind of commitment. That does have, That does have drawing power. And also, I believe we are, I know I am, we are drawn to people who are very passionate about what they do. It's not a job to them, it's their life's love and their life's work maybe, so to speak. Uh, They feel so strongly about what they're doing and they give themselves uh, with all their heart as well as their strength to that. There are many, many examples in history and in church history, I could refer to, but the first one that came to my mind when I started thinking about this was Mother Teresa. Little, thin, frail nun who all have been and should have been and could have been rocking on the front porch, taking it easy. But what did she do? She gave every ounce of her life to championing the cause about poverty in India. Standing up to leaders, bringing it to the forefront, not sitting down on her porch in a rocker, but, but giving her heart, her passion to caring for the poor of India. Bless her heart and tirelessly how she worked for that and gave her heart to that. Well, with Jesus, we are drawn to his passion as well. We see him feeling strongly about what was going to happen to him and what he was going to give himself to. We know that Jesus prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane, Oh, Lord God, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. But, not what I will, but what you will. And we have the passage of Jesus looking out over Jerusalem and weeping for them. For their lack of faith. For their sin. For their not turning to God as he wanted them to do. And so in this 27th verse I read, Jesus says, now my soul is troubled. Troubled. And what should I say? save me, Father, from this hour? And he says, no. It is for this reason I have come. With his passion and with his commitment, he was determined to do what God sent him to this earth to do. We are drawn to the healing power of the cross. Now, growing up, Uh, there were three of us boys, I've mentioned this before, and um, we tended to hurt ourselves from time to time, but if if we had a a sore finger or a sore toe or foot, mother would say, well, let's boil some water and put salt in it, and that'll kind of draw out. Uh, My mother also had this mysterious healing salve No idea what was in it. I didn't ask. But if we had a sore of some kind. She put this balm. This healing salve on. She said this will draw out. The infection. The drawing power. The healing power. And that's. What Jesus came to this earth to do. When I am lifted up he said. I will draw all to me. Our Lord Jesus was a scholar of the law and the prophets. He knew what happened in the wilderness after the people of Israel, Moses led them out from Egypt and they got out in the wilderness and they were hungry and they were thirsty and they were complaining, oh we've got it so bad, let us go back to Egypt. They thought they had it bad there out in the wilderness. And then there were these snakes and they were being bitten and they were dying from these poisonous snakes. So they cried out to Moses, help us. We are sinners. We are sorry. Forgive us. And so Moses cried out to the Lord God and the God said to Moses, put a serpent, a bronze serpent on a pole. I guess we could have used Scott's pole. Put a a serpent on a pole and lift it up before the people. And when they look up and see that, they will be saved. The venom will be drawn out of them. And if they're bitten by a snake, they will not die when they look up at that serpent on a pole. It's not a coincidence, friends, that the medical association's symbol or insignia is a pole with a serpent around it the symbol of healing, the symbol of drawing out that which is bad. Well, today, I hope we are thinking about the significance of our Savior being lifted up on the cross and what happened there. And and I just wonder... Had He not been lifted up on the cross, where would we be? Had He not given Himself for us? Had He not been willing to follow through to be the Savior and the Messiah and to give Himself up unselfishly for us? Where would we be? What would our lives be like? Were it not for the drawing power, the saving power of our Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, that old rugged cross, so despised by the world, has a wondrous attraction for me. We're going to sing this in just a minute. For twas on that old cross Jesus suffered and died to pardon, to pardon and sanctify me. So I'll cherish the old rugged cross. May we as people of God continue to look up at the cross. May we continue to think about the commitment, the all-in, the passion All that Jesus gave to the world, to us, to me. And may we continue to ask that he draw out of us all sin and imperfection that would keep us from living the kind of lives he wants us to live. It's still active. The power is still there we can still look up and be attracted to him and allow him to pull us closer and to forgive us of our sins. May we, may we this day and hopefully every day, realize that that cross does have an attraction to us because it reminds us that God loves us That Jesus loves us. That he went to the extreme to show us that. And as the song we sang, as his blood ran red, white, the forgiveness came to purify our souls. The power of the cross is still there. May we feel it. May we yield to it may we allow Christ to do for us what he wanted so much to do. May that be in our hearts this day and every day. Let us pray. Holy God, as we uh, pause and take in again what your Son, our Lord Jesus, did for us, We're just um, somewhat overwhelmed when we think about that much love, that much commitment to his mission, to the world, to us, to me. Thank you, Lord God, for loving us that much, that you gave your only son, that whoever believes in him would not perish, but would have everlasting life. And as our Lord Jesus was lifted up, may he continue to draw out of us all sin that hinders our lives. And may he continue to draw us ever closer and closer to you. In our Lord's name we pray. Amen.